everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mighty Miss Menagerie, or mm-hmm. cast. <laughs> um, this evening, we are going to be doing two hours of Rhyme of the Frostman, which will be episode 39, followed by a brief break, and then two hours of Candlekeep Mysteries, book Five. DM'd by Jake this time. I keep looking at Helena because I'm so used to saying DM by Helena. Uh, but DM by Jake tonight. And Jake, what is the title of that? Shemshan's Bedtime Rhyme. I like it. I'm already, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Um, and we are actually on the last chapter of uh, Rhyme of the Frostmaid at this point. So we are sort of in the home stretch. I'm not entirely sure how many sessions Ithran will take to explore. This one. But we will see. This one. <laughs> this We're done. Tonight. We're done. <laughs> this is home run. We just got go yeah. straight through. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Speed run. <laughs> and, uh, and with that speed run on the horizon, uh, Alina, would you mind terribly telling us what happened in the necropolis last episode? So, we had just annihilated from this plane a beautiful dryad who was caring for this beautiful grove of trees. Then we had a really tense talk. Molly was like, you know what? You guys told me you want to help people, but this doesn't look like helping people. I am out. Also, I made this blood oath to this grove, so I think I'm going to stay true on that. To be honest, the only person who's making that like a thing is, is Hugo. Yeah, and like, Molly was 100% going to invade you're gonna immediately. <laughs> because he's not a bad person, then what? <laughs> you're definitely going to stay. <laughs> so we said farewell to our geeky friend and left him in this grove where he is allegedly going to tend to the trees. Hugo's like, I'll come back and help after we've done our mission. Um, So we'll see how that goes, if the trees are still there later. So we moved along and we found a really long passageway that we were following for a while. And then boom, there it is, Yethrin, we found it. There it is. really weird looking, we're overwhelmed, we're gazing at it, and then all of a sudden this hole opens up in the ice wall and this crazy wizard comes out of it. He's like, I'm very smart and I know what I'm doing and my name's Friedhelm and that is Rio's new character. I don't know if he said he knew what he was doing, but... <laughs> I mean, he said he was a teacher. I feel like teachers know what they're doing usually. No, but those who can't. <laughs> I'm glad we're stuck with you now. So now we're stuck with a teacher who doesn't know how to do things. That's great. Um, but he has a spell book chained to him just in case. Uh, so we it turns out he was Valin's old apprentice or current apprentice that she was trying to ditch. And through just like sheer luck, he finds the caves, he falls through some ice, bypasses all the nasty things we've all had to defeat. <laughs> just kind of slips by the drow encampment. No, they were chasing me. Oh, okay. Well, runs through a drow encampment, <laughs> loses them, finds us. Very convenient. It's like we're in a magic city. Um, <laughs> so we start walking into our magic city. We're like, hey, there's a big tower in the center. That seems important. So we go up to that. And inside there's this script that talks about elder wood wands. And we're like, sure, we know exactly what that is. Oh, hey, look at that cool hammer. And then there's these constructs around the hammer. And we're like, 
we learned a lesson or two, we don't just touch things. So we throw rocks at them now. So we throw a rock and they light up a little bit, but they don't move. So we're like, okay, we're not gonna touch more. So we move along. We then find a cool magic school. And we're like, we were walking towards this place where there were trees. So we're like, maybe those are the trees we need. We're walking by a magic school. Friedhelm's like, there's there's gotta be cool stuff in there, let's go. So he starts to walk in. And then of course those construct buddies run out of the tower and head right to us, followed by their mage. Recapitated. (laughs) And that is indeed where we find all of you tonight. Halfway between a wizard's tower and the house of the arcane as the defenders of Yithrin though long fallen, have made their presence finally known. Can I have everybody please roll initiative? Uh, who's gonna fuck me tonight? Oh You're gonna fuck me tonight, all right. I didn't Can say I anything. Turns? No. It's a five. Mark, we're gonna have to tell your wife about your relationship with these guys. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> oh, she knows. Does she? Well, she manages you guys as OnlyFans, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was, that, was that a a five over there? It's a five, yeah. Okay. Say it one more time, mm-hmm. and then it'll feel better. Five. Okay. No, it doesn't. Still. All right. Well, think about it out of five. Still bad. Five out of five is great. <laughs> I got a nine. A nine. Okay. With my advantage. Excellent. Oh, I see what he's saying. Oh. Um, Jake. Yeah. Eight. Fair. Yeah, the French. Wow, we are having a real hard time tonight. Okay. French, so, so small. Uh, free, free, oh yeah, I'll have to fix that next time. Sorry guys. <laughs> uh, Freedom? Uh, 16. And last but not least, Zeodocious. Uh, 13. <laughs> Z, follow me. Next time I'll give you advantage on. Okay, so that is going to mean that we start Thank you. And if you all can see the map now, we start with Freedhelm. Oh, good lord. There's a map. Really? This one. Yes. Oh. I have to stop prepared to go first. I'm so used to Mala. You had your plan ready for how long? I know, oh, but I have ready. to look up what the save is now. If it is helpful, um, you'll all find out soon that their initiative was not much better than most of yours. I rolled a nine. Could the... You said there was one that was a spellcaster, right? Yes. Uh, could he make a charisma saving throw, please? We will find out momentarily. Um, could he fail one for us? As they come out from different directions, what are you doing to him? Uh, so I'm reaching out uh, with perfect hand gestures and perfect intonation and banishing him. As the spell hits him, you see this momentary shift as if the reality around him is beginning to be affected by what you've done, and then nothing. <sighs> As if he made his save, uh, or as if he's a mute. He got a 17. Ah. Ah. Which I should have asked, because this is a new character. But That's, that's easy by save. spell save. Okay, <laughs> excellent. So, anything else on your turn, Friedhelm? Um, well, so I, I'm so excited about that spell. It, was a good, it really was a good one. Are you in action or bonus action? You're in action. Yeah, no, that's that's All right, that's from Friedhelm, you're down. Don't talk to me like that. From, <laughs> 
from uh, from Freed Help, we are down to Nahashazi. Um, okay, so we got these two dudes and the one dude by himself. Yes, you see, both of them came out. Uh, both of the more soldier-like ones came out from different buildings, while the uh, more mage-looking one descended from the roof. Oh. Okay. Um. Um, I thought he was going to take longer. I didn't even think about this. We got a Mangan fighting some Megans. <laughs> hey, hey. Thanks. Um, I guess just on the, uh, on the mage, I'm going to do a guiding bolt. Okay. Bolts be guided. On to the mage, you said? Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. That is a 20-something to hit. That will hit. While he is a mage, he still has the AC of a mage. That's 12 radiant damage. Excellent. You see it hit him and he illuminates with the light of that bolt as he continues his descent towards you. Anything else to see? No, I'm going to stay there. Okay. Tempest. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna run up to this one. Take two swings, rage. Reckless, why not? You cannot control the tempest. Oh, oh damn, two of those are twenties, baby. Okay. You are my dice tonight. <laughs> um okay, and I just got brutal critical, bitches. <laughs> okay, so uh let's see. Uh, so we all need to stop paying Bam. attention to the map Bam. and pay attention to the fact that she just double crit <laughs> as a barbarian. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this one's gonna go. Okay, so oh, shit. twelve plus seven is nineteen. So that's that's the base. That's the first, yeah. and that's oh my god, nineteen plus nineteen. So that's both because both are critical. So that's. 19 plus 19 is 38. This is then more math than we, used to have to, we, are, we are used to having to do. This okay. might be the single most 41, powerful 41, 40, thing that we've done. 5, 54, plus 14 more. So that's 58, 68. And then I get my blue real critical, which is, is that a d12 for both hits? Yeah. Okay, so shit, what was I just at? 68. And then plus 10 more, 78. And he can do a dexterity saving throw for that. Where did the d6 come from before? Curious. Oh, did I add that in? You already had a d6. What was it? Do you remember? I think it was a five. We are beyond. (laughs) (laughs) As Tempest runs away from the group, how do you do this? I chop off both legs at the knee and then down through the skull. As you do that, first coming through the legs, you see this liquid like mercury comes spraying out as it hits your armor and sprays all over the ground, rushing like quicksilver into cracks. And then coming through with that final blow, you see the eyes alight and everything within the armor bursts into this translucent turquoise flame and then evaporates as the armor clatters to the ground where it fizzles out to follow. Pretty. 
I assume that is Tempest's turn. Yes, that's awesome. Dang, okay, that was, yeah. Nice turn, Tempest. Thanks. You want her to keep going? I mean, if she's got more, I'll take it. Technically, she could keep moving towards the other ones. You have moved. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Just like one shot the one shot the being and come back over. And if I raged, I get I get this movement for free from my rage, so I get my full forty anyway. She definitely get that. So, yeah, put, put me right between them. Well, I don't want them to flank me. Oh. Yeah, right there's fine. Here. Or, or. Let's go in front of him. Hi. <laughs> and does he need a save from your aura? No, I used it on the first okay. one. Altus? So, watching that and being absolutely bewildered and befuddled and in awe, uh, Altus is going to run over to the uh, other intruder. And I'm going to pull out the rapier and right. make a swing. Fantastic. I turn to you. Are we starting to count over or are we including everything? Or is this a continuation? <laughs> We're continuing and you're ahead. <laughs> well, we don't know if I'm ahead, but. <laughs> but that one definitely is not ahead. Oh. Um, okay. Okay. So I. <laughs> I rolled in that one. Okay. But I'd like to use uh, my channel divinity. So then after all of that, 18 to hit? 18 will hit. Perfect. So then that's going to be. Okay, I use that. Sorry, everyone, I'm swapping to a new system. Application? Yes. As you rush over your nap one. <coughs> causing you to trip on a stone before your deity's intercession rights your blade. I go from ah to ah again. I love Four. how Altus is basically the Jackie Chan of the party. He's just always like, <laughs> you can't tell, still kills things. You can't tell if it's on purpose or not. <laughs> that is the charm. nicest thing that someone has said to Altus in like a week. Uh, that's 10 piercing damage. Okay. And then I would like to do my, what is this? The War Priest feature. Okay. And swing again. All right. Give it to me. That's a 26 to hit. <laughs> that will also hit. I, you know, this far into the game, you gotta ask. Yeah, we're, we're getting to that point. If he ever says 26 doesn't hit, there's some shenanigans going on. <laughs> At that point, we're all going home. I was going to say, like, ancient dragons don't have that high AC. <laughs> <laughs> what if uh, that's an extra four damage. All right. Excellent. So, from Altus, from his clumsy trip that landed him a heavy blow, we move on to their turn. As this one, now affronted by your attack against it, lashes back. That's going to be something that I can see if I change the chat. Uh, that's going to be a 21 and an eight to hit. Uh, one of them hits and you probably know which All one. Right, that's gonna be nine slashing damage as it parries your last blow and brings its own blade up into your armor. The one that looks a little more magic-y right in front of Tempest is going to use 
two attacks. Let me see, look magic-y. That's going to be a 19 and a 22 to hit. Yes! Okay. I would like to use my reaction to uh, encapsulate her in my arcane ward. Okay. And what will that do? Uh, it's just, it's the abjuration. Got it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Excellent. All right. We've never actually seen that before. So what does that look like, Friedhelm? Um, so he always kind of has like this kind of shimmering uh, uh, shield of force that he deploys during fights. And so he literally kind of like spins his hands around and like it flies forward. And then as the attack hits, there's a shield that like appears in front of you and hopefully absorbs the damage. <laughs> the, uh, the Galvan Megan Majin... Uh, reaches out with both hands towards Tempest, and you see these sparks beginning to form between them as lightning comes out from its hands and hit the barrier that comes up in front of you. All told, it is dealing 16 lightning damage between the two. It completely. Excellent. Um, from there, uh, you'll, I'll let you keep track of how many hit points that has left. As Tempest, you take zero damage, this barrier appearing and taking all of them from you. And... That will bring us out of them and to Hugo. Hugo. <coughs> the Hugo. juiciest member of the party, Hugo. And he got back. He's juicy. <laughs> uh, I mean, Scorching Ray, I guess. Yeah. We'll do two on this guy and one on this guy. And you, the so next on the one in front of the The next attack okay. on Amigas has advantage. Which one? This one? Yeah. Okay. So I'll do that one first. Okay. I'm going to use this inspiration guy. Thanks for the inspiration for you, go. I mean, Gerd. I don't want that. I mean, Gerd. Yeah, Dossie did. That is a 23 dead. All right. That will definitely hit. Uh, Nine points of fire damage. Fantastic. And then I'll do both of the rolls at the same time for the other two. Okay. God. Um, that is a 19 Hits. and an 18. Both hit. Cool. I like that that started with a god damn it. <laughs> uh, eight for the first one and 10 for the second one. All right, you can see that while the uh, the more mage-looking of the two is still standing after that first fire, its eyes turn to you with that silvery look flashing across them. The more militant of the two is not looking great. And unless he was got anything else, we are back to the top of the round with Freedom. I'm done. Uh, so the mage is still up and active, right? Yes. Okay, well, I would like to... Get an intelligence saving throw from the warrior one. Okay. That int is going to be a 13. Okay, so that fails. Okay. Um, so I put my hand up uh, as the shield comes back to me. Uh, I put my hand up to my head, and then uh, a wisp of energy uh, goes into him. Tasha's mind whip. He takes... Whip. 13 uh, psychic damage. You can see as that hit, that quicksilver begins to flow from its eyes, mouth, ears, and nose, but it is still standing. And then on its next turn, it can only take a move action. All right. Oh, it must choose. Never mind. 
<laughs> but it can only take a move, an action, or a bonus action. Okay. Excellent. From Friedhelm, we are down back to Z. Um, also, uh, if at all possible, you go ahead and do your turn, but can we move to where I'm not grouped up with you just in case a shatter comes? Where do you want to be? <sighs> just like over here is fine. Um, nope. I don't have control of Friedhelm. What? What happens? You know, man, I'm just, I'm blaming this on Mark. I, I showed up. <laughs> I showed up. Everything I fucked up. <laughs> You're good now. That's how it goes. Here's the... Screw it. The, uh, the one in armor does not look good. The uh, the Galvan mage and the one that's more in that caster vibe is, is looking fine. Looks fine. And the one that Tempest uh, disembodied? Is gone. <laughs> it has no it body. Is, it is looking no way. <laughs> um, she I took mean, its bowels and then dissimmed. <laughs> being into the studies that Altus is into, I have to double check. <laughs> okay, um, she's going to throw a spell at the mage person. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a 20-something to hit. That will hit. Okay. Looks like a mage, takes hits like a mage. Um, that's gonna be. Hope this is in battle. Eleven lightning damage. Lightning. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, as that lashes out, you see it hit the creature full on, and then surge into its skin, as if nothing happened. Yeah, I had a feeling. And that's not a spell, right? It's not using absorb elements? Nope. Okay. Not from what you can see. Yep. I just, I'm looking for something to counterspell. Z goes, well, don't use lightning. And that's all he's going to do. As a general rule, it's better to try and use force or psychic damages. Most creatures uh, have trouble with those. Well, if you learn how to shape Chaos Bolt into that, I will, and you can let me know. That's good. Okay, 18 plus 7 is... Hits. 7 plus 7, 14? Uh, 14 does also hit. It oh. meets. Okay, so that's 14 plus 9. Or no, that's 6. 14 plus 6, 20, 27. And um, I guess make a deck save, but it sounds like lightning does not happen. Oh, right. So 27 damage, and the deck save is a 11. One more damage, one lightning. Which, as you see the exact same thing, your normal effectiveness hits it and it doesn't even react. For me, thank you. From Say Rope Twitchin? It's Rachel. Serving Twitchin. Thanks, Rachel. Uh, Awesome. I'm going to keep that uh, in my pocket for now. Uh, From there, we are down to. Should I not say her name? Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's what she uses on YouTube. Well, I said. Next, we are down to Altus. I like seeing the happy couple fighting side by side, I must say. It's doing wonders for my spirit. Um. Having just seen the lightning go through and nothing happened, Altus is going to uh, look over at Tempest and hmm, and just reach out and grab the warrior-looking one, casting Inflict Wounds. All right. And reach out and touch him. 
Reach out and touch death. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, but... You're welcome. <laughs> hey, you got that so one. Although you are touching its death, perhaps, and not your own. Yeah, that's I'm giving myself bardic. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I know that's not how it works, and I'm actually stalling so I can get to the spell so I can read it. Uh, you make an attack roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then it does three d10 plus one d10 per spell level. It's an attack roll. That's right. Um. Plus your spell modifier. Plus my spell mod, which is... New apps are always exciting. I should have that memorized. Are you using D&D Beyond now, or...? Yes. That's... It should be towards the top of your page. Okay, going back to the old app. I I know where I'm looking on that one. I'm so sorry, everybody. That's what happens, yeah. Do you know if it is a plus uh, nine? It might be. Okay. It is... Do I use guided? No. I'm not going to use that again. Uh, That's going to be a 14. Uh, As you do, your hands reach forward and glance off of its armor. That silver mercurial blood that's coming out of it, just too slippery to get enough of a hold for your spell. And we come from Altus, unless you have anything left, down to the Megan. Magen. 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 We're going to keep saying all the different varieties to ensure we piss somebody off. Can you imagine? (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) First of all, the one that is on Death's Door is going to reach out and touch you back. That's going to be for a 7 and an 11 to hit. Is it attacking with a weapon? Uh, It it is attacking with a greatsword. You said touch. It's like, spell? And anything from that? I'm assuming not. Uh, no. Okay. As it is just too weak to land any of the blows, you see the other one step to the side, keeping in range with Tempest. Um, as it gives a static discharge uh, for 19. Is that a spell? Yes. Okay, count spell. That is, let me check how, what this counts as. Um, If it's a special ability, maybe not. It is not a spell, and it is not an attack roll, because you should read things more carefully. (laughs) Can I have a deck save from both of you, please? (laughs) And also, this is getting saved for now. No, just from uh, from Friedhelm and Tempest. Oh, Friedhelm and Tempest. Altus and Tempest, probably. No, Freedom and Tempest. Line of sight? Uh, hang on, I was not prepared for a deck save. <laughs> uh, 17. All right, so that is a 17, and you said yours was a... 12. All right, so Tempest does not make it, but Freedhelm does, so you will take half damage as it lashes out with its hands pushed together a lightning bolt forming between them and stretching between both of you, dealing 22 lightning damage total. So 11. 11 for Freedhelm and... I will also be having that because right. resistance to lightning. Excellent. And you see as that weakens it slightly as it begins to suck in the ambient energy from around it once again. And we come from the Magen down to... Hmm? I'm also going to cast Absorb Elements just so you know. Okay. To have it again. All right. Down to Hugo. Me. 
Um, I don't know if I want to blow big things. Because I feel like one more Tempest. Um, <laughs> one more Tempest coming through here. One more good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to... I will... <sighs> Sorry, guys. Screw it, I'll do um, Scorching uh, Ray again. Okay. Say, actually I'll do two on the mage and one on the other. So for the mage, that is an 18 and a 12. That will, uh, the 18 will hit the 12 or not. Okay. That is seven points of damage. And then other person, that is a natural one. Do with that what you will. Um. Oh. Okay. I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. Um. Altus, can I have you roll a deck save, please? Mm. What? <laughs> Wait. How come when I was Mala and had Flash of Genius where I could add the saves, there was never any saves? <laughs> now that he's gone, there's saves every turn. <laughs> That's a 19 to save. All right, so as you stand there, you feel heat and you turn to the side. And as you do between you and the mage in front of you, uh, a firebolt comes streaming past, hitting the side of the building, causing melted stone to come sloughing off. <coughs> But you do not take any damage. Uh, you Watch your side. <laughs> oh, okay. On your left. <laughs> and we are back to Friedhelm. Friedhelm again? Uh, okay. Uh, I know usually you guys you guys knock things out faster than this. I don't yeah. know. We're slipping today, guys. <laughs> As uh, Tempest opens the round by just a bloody yeah. thing. <laughs> She's that, not slipping. You that, guys have That warrior on his turn, he only took one action, right? Um, the warrior did not take any action. Okay, good. Uh, he just I'm just gonna, gonna chill touch my magey boy. Wait, the warrior That's attacked not true. He attacked a, him, yeah. yeah. I'm lying. He did, he attacked, he just didn't hit anything. Okay, does a 14 hit magey boy? Yes, it will. Okay, it will meet magey boy. For right. 14 necrotic damage. Nice. nice. As I just Watch reach him. out and stop his heart. Um, as it, or whatever it has <laughs> as you reach out to try and find a heart to crush the inside feels much more mercurial and as you squeeze the entire body almost pops like a balloon and all of that quicksilver just rains to the ground in a splat and fizzles off into nothing when in doubt just kind of like wave it around until you kill it <laughs> <laughs> temperature down here um this place is moderate it is a uh, room temperature almost it is a comfortable 72. Mm-hmm. once you've gotten within the walls themselves the temperature feels much warmer than that ice bridge was mm-hmm. and then i'm going to send my owl um thurgood to uh give the help action to the next person who attacks this one all right and from Friedhelm, we are down to Z, possibly the next person who attacks this one. Firebolt. Yeah. All right. Advantage. As, <laughs> as poor Altus gets more fire flogging him. 
That's why I'm missing. I'm trying to attack, but also like dodge firebolts. <laughs> nice. uh, you know what they say about minutes. kitchens? Eighteen will hit. Right. Something like that. Stay out. Oh, because I can't stand the heat. Yeah. <laughs> how how elves weren't made for the heat? Hugo was made for the heat. Of the heat. Eleven fire damage. Uh. It bursts into flames, much like the other. Your own flame colors mixing with that mercury and blue color as it falls to the ground, leaving chainmail resting and nothing else. I wonder if that means that sick hammer is unprotected now. I start inching towards back towards the tower. Well, we would still need the uh, the wand in order to actually complete oh, that puzzle. Oh, I forgot about that puzzle. So to the forest, then you are out of combat. You are standing still presently between, as I turn you back to the other map, um, between the House of the Arcane and yet another of those wizard towers. I mean, we're so close. Do we just want to check out the wizard tower? We're approximately... You are right here. Yes, you got it. I mean, it's on our way. Why not? Check it out. Well, weren't we going to go into the school? Yes, that was the plan. But if if we, I mean, yeah. honestly, if there's another item we're going to need for this tower as well, it would be better to know it now than potentially miss something we need. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're thinking to check the tower first and the school perhaps after? Yes. All right. This tower is engraved with interlocking circles of stone. Yellow light spills from its topmost window, and the faint sound of brooms brushing on stonework drifts through its broken doors. Hmm. Uh, can I do the same thing I did before, where I detect magic yeah. and read the room, see if there's any traps? Um, as you detect magic, you see an aura almost blinding of conjuration magic that covers the entirety of the surface. Um, uh. Unlike in the previous tower, you do not see anything out of place. Well, that seems safe enough to enter. Uh, I go in. All right. Be careful, it is conjuration though, so watch out for teleportation or summoning. Is Tempest going in alone? I can't do either of those things. (laughs) I mean, of course I'm going inside. (laughs) Follow as well. All right, so we have Hugo keeping the door while the rest of you enter in. Um, you notice almost immediately a, a distinct difference from the last tower. When you made your way up the stairs in the previous tower, uh, the ruins had clearly taken their toll on the space. You could see piles of dust and rubble and, um, and detritus that littered the place before you reached that clean floor with the hammer. Here, instead, all of it is neat. Um, every piece of it is orderly as you make your way up the stairs, seeing a few rooms off to the sides as you lead up to a central uh, tower room, much like the previous one that you've seen. And as you reach the top of this tighty tower... Conjurers are always uh, insufferably neat. What is it? I'm scared this one has a map and not one didn't. This might be part of his pack. 
The mm-hmm. other one did as well, but we did not have it yet. Um, glowing orbs are set into the walls of this 30-foot diameter circular chamber. Four giant hands made of shimmering force hover in the centers of the room, guarding a tiny ornamental tower perched on a pedestal. Does this one also have an inscription like the last one did? The last one where you saw the inscription of Go ahead and roll investigation for me. From Are you entering the room or doing it from the doorway? I would prefer to do it from the doorway. Okay. Um, but if I need to enter the room, I will as well. Go ahead and yeah, give me a roll. Four hands and this is a platform? Um, the Let me reveal them for you. Um, so four giant hands made of shimmering force hover in the center of the room, guarding a tiny ornamental tower perched on a pedestal. Ornamental tower. 24. Um, You can see through the ornate uh, markings across the room, those geometric patterns that you've seen previously, uh, across on the opposite wall, um, there is an inscription in Draconic. Okay. Wait, I can't read that. I can. That's a wizardy language. What does it say, Dracon? Second, summon a flame in the palm of your hand. Second, summon a flame in the palm. It says second specifically. Second, comma, summon a flame in the palm of your hand. If this is the second challenge. That first one was the first challenge. Did the first one say first? The first one said, first, shield thy heart with a wand from the nether oak. I don't think these are instructions for these individual towers. It's like a set of instructions. Like a puzzle. Yes, if that's the case, then this might be the keys to entering the, the central tower. Uh, and uh, 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 Hugo, uh, you used to produce flame in that last fight, right? He no. is outside. I don't know, but I'm trying to know if I would know he has to produce flame One in trip. My beard's on fire. So <laughs> I can shoot a fireball. Like, oh. Well, I know I'm just saying, like, like, produce flame literally lets you just hold a fire in your hand, but I don't know if I necessarily know you had that. But anyway, um, all right. Well, if that's the case, then we might not need the Elder Wand for that hammer anyway. It might be some other... It seems to be instructions for something else. Um, uh, Arcana on these hands, because they look like Bigby's hands, but... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> if they're Bigby's hands, they are. They should not be still alive, because <laughs> there's no living wizards. <laughs> 18? Um, these are Bigby's hands that seem to be operating without um, any caster apparent to control them. The F is Bigby. Well, he's a particularly hand-focused wizard. Okay. <laughs> these hands probably grab you and hurt you. Any number of things, yes. I mean, if, a, if, if you think a large hand, what it's capable of doing, that's basically what they can do. Yeah. I, shoot at I actually know this spell. Uh, just You're going to shoot it through the door? <laughs> I start to, but if he tells me that's not good. Just a moment. I'm going to dispel one of them, see if that's possible. Fourth level. Um, 
I really just want my arcane ward HP back. <laughs> uh, as you cast it, um, it enters into the room itself and then dissipates. Oh, that's just not fair. Is there an anti-magic zone? Not that you can tell. Mm. Can I shoot at it now? Yes. Okay. Sure. As I contemplate. <laughs> I mean, do we do we need to attack these? Uh, I would very much so like to know what that is in the center there. And if she wishes to shoot at them, I mean, that's perfectly fine. They well, may be very resistant to damage. Okay, well, we could. I could just step in and see what happens. Yes, yeah, so attempt to just grab the idol, perhaps. Wow. Nobody ever lets me just go grab things. <laughs> okay, I walk up to the idol. Okay, as soon as you enter the room, you see all of the hands stop. <laughs> they just become very still. Be careful. <laughs> so I continue, continue approaching. Yes, I continue approaching. All right, roll for initiative. Okay. <laughs> um, advantage. Well, he's outside. Oh. <laughs> he's still gonna roll. Because we'll see what happens on his turns. Just combing his fire beard. Oh wow. Oh, right. well, it's my it turn is. to have the crappy yeah. initiative. Huh? No, 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 you have advantage. Okay, Tempest. I got a okay. 21. Hey, Tempest. All right. Altus. 22. Dang, Altus. Wow, these are uh, replacements for last time, Z. 20. <laughs> yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Excellent. Freedom? Six. <laughs> well, yeah, you were at the top last time. Yeah. So. Uh, and Hugo. Uh, 20 minus 10. <laughs> so 10. All right. Yeah. I was like, where did the minus 10, 10 come from? <laughs> all right, Altus, you are the first to go as you see all of the hands tense and begin to move towards Tempest. Uh, can I step just outside the doorway and yeah, like off to the side? I'm going to kind of dip through Sorry. and back around. Uh, and then I'd like to point at, I don't think that's me, that's Z. But I would like to point at the uh, hand closest to me to the left. Okay. Just right there. And I'm going to point at it and told the dead. All right. Uh, that is a 13 that for a save. Not save. Excellent. So it's going to take uh, 2d8. Sweet. And then, because I don't really play with a proper bard, the inspiration can be added to damage dice? We've been playing it that way. Okay. But um, yeah, I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, so generally for a bard, you have to be a specific kind of bard for that, but we'll, we'll use it for this. So that's going to be 17 necrotic damage to the inanimate hand. All right. You see the form of the hand crackle as that blue light shifts off of it. And in return, it forms the same pointing hand back at you. As I then swap to a... <laughs> and from Altus, we were down to Tempest. 
All right, I just go up to this thing and grab it if I can, and then run back. You're gonna oh, run back. I, <laughs> I mean, at least you want to, but I figure this is what we need, right? I don't have control of any of them, Folter. Okay, I'm having I'm batting a thousand for setting up these maps, y'all. Let it's me so give you uh, let me give you some control, Mister <laughs> Mister Out of the Room. Okay, you have control of both of them. That's my middle name. Yes, Mark no. Out of the Room. Never call me that again. <laughs> Only my mother can call me that. I oh, don't right. have control of all this. Okay. Oh, now I do. So, Tempest, do you grab it? Yes. Uh, as you put your hand on it, a glowing doorway opens on the other side of it that's eight feet tall, four feet wide, and five feet away from the pedestal. Hey, maybe I can do some of that summoning stuff. Well. So when I let go of it, it goes what? No, it stays. Okay, I guess we're fighting then. <laughs> so there's a shimmering door. There's like a shimmering the door sword. right here. Our kind of check. Okay, well, it's not your turn, so. That's um, <laughs> like So then fun. now that I've seen that, I guess I'll just, I'll run up to this one. I'm going to hit it. Okay. <clears throat> and then realize two nineteens. We didn't try diplomacy. <laughs> Those were both hits. <laughs> How do you do diplomacy with a hand? Uh, Fourteen plus Stop seven. Twenty-one, and then Dex save. Oh, should I raise? No, I'm gonna hold off. So what did I say? Fourteen plus seven, twenty-one. And it was a nineteen hit, you said. Yeah, two nineteens. Okay, excellent. And give me that damage one more time. Twenty-one. All right. As you strike through the hand, it almost as if you're slashing through something nearly incorporeal, but you can see the cracks form in the magic as the damage is done. Mm And we are down from Tempest to Z. Okay. Um, well, if we're doing this, I guess we're doing this. Um, well, there's a fancy golden door. We gotta go through it now. Right. Well, I mean, there's nothing stopping us from going through it immediately. All right. If somebody wants to do that, we can do that. I, mean, I would much, oh much like to study it for a moment. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. We could throw rocks through it. That's been working pretty well. As I'm like, do I run? <laughs> um, we're going to fire bolt it. Okay, hey, are you moving into the room? Yeah. <laughs> and which one, what, or one or ones are you fire <laughs> The one closest to all this. Are you just speaking in like one square? Just poke his head through. Okay. Um, fifteen does not hit. Well then. Um. Okay. Anything else? As it goes wide and slams into the wall, some of those arcane runes crumbling off into dust as it hits. <laughs> um. No. Okay. Then we are on to the hands. Um, Stupid as They. This one comes to here. This one comes to here. And this one comes to here. 
God. I'm about to get bitch slapped by if a giant hand. We die. Multiple these freaking hands. <laughs> We're about to catch, catch these hands. hands. Love you, All right. <laughs> Tempest, that is a 22 and a 28 to hit. Yes. Oh. Um, as both of them reach out and squeeze you, the hands coming on top of each other to push that force damage with inward. And they are going to move you. Ooh. I'm getting moved to the door. To there. All right, so with that, that will be... Oh, my word. Uh, that is going... <laughs> okay. Uh, total between the two attacks, that uh, that will be 57 force damage. Okay. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, what? Is it too late to protect my ward? Is... Uh, you can, it's a reaction. As a reaction, take 12 off? Okay, so that'll be 45... Divided by and, two. And force is different from like the bludgeoning, piercing. Yeah, kind. force okay. you don't have. Yeah, there's no way. And then force. on the other side, that is going to be a uh, 12 to hit Altus and a 26 to hit Z. Yeah. For 24 force damage. As the one that hits Altus, you're able to duck out of the way, but Z, it slams you against that wall. And it is going to drag you there. All right, we are down from the hands. Oh, it's, dra- it's dragging me somewhere? Yeah, it doesn't continue to grasp you, but it moves you away. Okay. Um, and as we go into this room with all of you taking hits one after another, we are now moved to the quiet outdoors where a rumbling is heard within the tower above you and a grunt of Z as he begins screaming right after a thud hits the wall. Hearing Z scream after running. For sure. Okay, so it's going to take you um, about 20 feet of movement to get up uh, to where the free town is. Okay. Um, And I don't know if my token's on here. It is not, but now it is. Just sounds of panic from Altus. Hello, Hugo. Taking the stairs. Uh, we are in mortal up. danger. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like it. Um, I'm going to bring down a... Where is Valet? <laughs> you said you were going into the house of the arcane. I'm going to bring down a flame strike. So 10 foot radius, 40 feet high. And I'm going to do it in a way that I only get the two hands closest to me. Okay. All right, perfect. And do they need a deck deck save from both? Yeah. Are they fast hands? (laughs) They are jazz hands. That is a 17 and a 15. Uh, 17 makes it, so half, 15 does not. All right. Uh, So then they take... Nineteen points of fire damage and fourteen points of radiant damage. All right, and the one that hit Z is now looking rough. And we are back at the end of Hugo's turn, coming down to Friedhelm. All right, can I? What kind of action would it be to study that portal? 
Uh, I, uh, I'll let you do an Arcana check as a bonus action. Okay. I don't really use bonus actions, so that's fine. Ooh. Wait, no, I roll indeed to be on. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> what was the roll that was rolled? What? It doesn't matter. It was cocked. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> it's pretty flat there, no. buddy. <laughs> it was it was better than this, so uh <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Seven <laughs> plus nine? <laughs> Eighteen. Sixteen. Okay. Um you can right. see from with a sixteen, uh it, it appears to be a portal to some sort of demiplane. Okay. Uh that sounds bad. Demiplane, demiplane, demiplane. Okay, okay. Repeating the word. I'm sorry. It just becomes more true, although not more elucidating. I'm trying to be as smart as my character. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I have Thurgood using uh, flyby so he doesn't get his extra opportunity fly through that portal? Okay. And then come back and like mentally tell me what was in there. What is his um? What is Uh, his speed? Owls have fifty. Okay. So if he does nothing else on his turn. Yeah, so he goes through the portal, uh, and you lose contact with him. And then he comes back. He does not come back. He does not come back. Yes. Oh, All right. No. But but he knew to come back if he could. I if that's the instruction you gave him. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So like, okay. So all right, one way portal. I've never been in the mindset of an owl. <laughs> well, he's technically a, a oh, fiend. But. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it seems to be a one way portal. Um. I. He just didn't come back out of it. I know. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, yes. I'm making an assumption as yes, my character. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so maybe not go through there. Uh, and then I'm going to, in the spirit of things, I'm going to cast uh, Summon Aberration um, to summon a medium aberrant creature right here. All right, behind behind this this uh gent. Yes. All right. Which I'm. Or should I go help you, Tempest? I guess it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, now we should run, right? I mean, can we? Because I'm gonna disengage. I would disengage on my next turn, and we can run if. I didn't know that was. Unless you think. Well, now okay. So if you yell out, it's a one way portal. Okay, so we can leave, right? (laughs) Perhaps. (laughs) <laughs> How large is the aberration? Medium. It is a star spawn. All right. Star spawn. <laughs> Anything else on your turn? What does it look like? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say what the star spawn looks like. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's just a massive tentacles and like eyes. <laughs> Excellent. That's, we will, that's like a nightmare spawn. This mass of tentacles and eyes comes out of the floor behind the big bee's hand, and we are back to the top of the- Well, hang on. So on the so if you could put it in between these two right here, and then, oh no, but up one. Okay. There you go. Uh, and then each one of these uh, um, it has to take a wisdom saving throw. And that wisdom saving throw from the hands is a 15 and an 11. All right, so they each take 2d6 psychic damage. As a minimum. Which is eight. This one dissipates into blue flame 
that rises to the ceiling. And then when you used to use your summon spells on Hugo, did they get to act right away? Because that's an automatic thing, his aura, but... It's right, I think they go right after. Okay. On, it, it'll say in the spell. Fits right after your turn. It shares my initiative count. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we'll but it takes right its turn immediately right. after mine. Yeah. So he will Psychic Slam this one. All right. Which is a melee spell attack. Reach 5, 1d8. Okay. Which will be... I'm rolling, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> oh, that's only a 2 plus 9, 9, Does 10, 11. Does not hit. So okay. far, a 19 has hit. And from Friedhelm, we will go to the top of the round with Altus. Uh, disengage, I'll disengage after a moment. I mean, unless you guys want to take them down, but I was, I, I'm yelling to disengaged. <laughs> okay, listening to the Tempest, I'm gonna disengage and move <coughs> away just outside the doorway if I can. So like here? Yes, because Hugo is there. (laughs) Yes, and then ready. Can I ready a a spell? Because I used this, I disengaged. Disengage is an action, right? It is an action. Can I ready a spell as as a bonus action? How does that fall? Do you have no. a bonus action spell? Yeah, it'd have to be a bonus action Oh, but spell. you can't ready a bonus action. It has to be an action yeah. spell. Uh, okay, that answers that. That's that's my answer. That's my turn then. And then I'm just going to yell, Okay! Waiting! All right, from Altus, we are down to Tempest. Disengage. I can get just outside this room. My regular movement. I will ready an axe attack if they move closer to us. Excellent. And disengage works on every creature you pass, not just the first two, correct? Uh, Excellent. Thank you very much. Yes, it does. And actually, I can't, probably can't ready that axe attack because I'm not using an attack action, right. so I can't use my second attack. So Excellent. From Tempest, we are down to Z. <clears throat> oh, you want to take him down? No. Um, it's close enough that if I go past it, it's going to get an attack of opportunity. But if I disengage... Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, if you went here at the move kitty corner, unless it has a 10 foot reach, you should be fine. That square's right next uh, to it. This spot would allow it yeah. to have that. Uh, yeah. But if you disengage. Um, yeah, disengage and go down. All right. As Z comes up, which, yeah. I'll let Mark move the tokens mm-hmm. because that is what his job is, and I am making that more difficult. Um, Z, as you do that um, and come out of the room, you all see these two hands move over to the aberration as this one steps forward and slams the door. Oh. And you are out of initiative. A little rude. Yes. Uh, I had that creature for an hour. <laughs> are you anymore? What are they doing to it? Can, are you still connected? Uh, I can't like see through its senses or anything. I just give you give it. Um, so, although you are all out of combat, I will let you know. Um, from that, they both did. Da-da-da. I that was a seventeen and a twenty-eight to hit it. 
Yeah, those are both hit. For a combined uh, 52 force damage. Okay, it's dead. Yeah, what you didn't see on the other side of the wall was the hands come up and Fuck. high five the evolution <laughs> out nice. of existence. Oh, good lord. As the portal sits open behind them. All right, you are all out of initiative in the hallway of the Tower of Conjuration. Uh, Tempest, what is it? What did you, what set them off? I mean, as soon as I started in there, they started vibrating angrily at me. And then I touched the tower and they got angrier. Is it possible to take a snack break? (laughs) My blood sugar is awful low. Sure. Right right here? Yes. From the bottom of the stairwell you hear, well, was there anything interesting up there at least? A uh, figurine ornamental tower? Yes. It was quite the raucous from that side. Giant, giant hands, giant, giant big hand things. Bigby's legacy at it again. <laughs> huh. <laughs> and after that last clap of thunderous applause, the room beyond the door has gone silent. You know, Bigby has both the best and worst spells. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, well, let's, you want to take a nap, yeah? No, just a snack break. Mm. Let's go to the bottom of the tower, at least. <laughs> yeah, wait. I just want to take a short rest. Okay, that's what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. We will short rest at the bottom of the channel. But he doesn't want to take a nap. He wants to take a snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. The specificity of the rest. Um, all right. So uh, do, are you all trying to like lock yourselves in? Or what, what's the plan as far as that short rest? Just set up a guard? or I would love to take a snack break outside the tower and enjoy the weather for the first time in years. Well, that's a good idea. I go out to the tower. Sure. Okay. Yes. Back out on the street, um, where you see on the higher spires and in small places in the street where the frost has melted away and in those outer reaches still clings where the, uh, the this bubble of magic is not reached, um, it is quiet all around you. I'm gonna sweep one of my... Go for your hit dice too. Maybe I'll do the hit dice first. Oh. I can also aid. Prayer of healing? Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm full health, but... Yeah, someone's sitting in the doorway. Friedrich did not fare as well. Friedhelm. No, Friedrich, my sister. Friedrich. Oh, you're... (laughs) So we have Thurgood, the familiar, Mm -hmm. Friedrich, the seven... And I also found a, I looked up Starspawn uh, in between turns, and I found this really great picture of this, like, just yellow robe that the robe just turns into a mass of tentacles. I remember, I remember reading up on Starspawns, and they are no... They're basically Cthulhu. (laughs) All right, well, while you are doing that, let's take a look at some other things, and I think we need to get out of here as soon as possible. Nothing here is natural, and... I don't like it. Well, I'm. I, this is a great opportunity, and uh, Valen. I'm sorry, I was talking to my group. Oh. Woof. 
Well, I guess we could, like, I feel like we need more of a strategy moving through here. So what do we know? So we know there are towers. The towers seem to have hints about something. Do we need to visit all the towers to make sure we get all the hints? Because now I'm feeling like going to that those woods is less important. Can you resummon your familiar? Uh, given an hour. And what was your, your familiar's out? Yes. Could it fly to the door or the gate of wherever we need to go and see if there's any connection? I mean, in theory. Okay, so we can see if we need to waste our time going to these towers or if it's pointless. Well, already we've received two instructions, both of which are not something I would think to do. Well, can you see through your familiar senses? Of course. Well, then can you send him to the towers, or it, I don't know what it is, and read the inscriptions? Because it seems like that's all we got out of the first two, and then we the, can get the rest of them. The first inscription was in Netherese, right? Yes, and then the second was in Draconic. I have no guarantee that I'd be able to read each inscription. Z? I like what you're thinking, but... So, you took damage, right? Not to mention the first tower was trapped. Oh, shucks. But not... We, we were able to read before stepping into it, stepping into the trap. Yes, because I used my magic senses, which I would not be able to use through my familiar. Mm. We also each... These first two towers have had guardians of some kind, but what exactly are they guarding? Right. To we be honest, know. we were able to get the messages without... Uh, Upsetting the guardians That's of the first one. What I just said. Yes. Well, you were so saying to send the owl, but I'm saying we could just physically go to each tower. So why don't we just do that? But why have guardians if we can things. just get there, not disturb them, and leave? That's what, the that's what we're saying the new plan is. Well, and don't we think that whatever these towers' messages are has to do with the Netherese? It doesn't have to do with the Frost Maiden. And winter, this feels totally unrelated. Confused, Valen, as to how their quest and ours matches. My plan here was to see what of use I could find within the structure itself, and I believe that either an item we find, or possibly even the Mithilar itself, may allow them. To reach their goals at the same time. So checking the towers for items is possibly a good thing because we could come across something that could help us. She points back to the base of the tower, the largest structure that you can see on the necropolis itself, where even from this vantage point blocked, there is glowing light emanating from between the tree-like roots. And that is the greatest source of magic known to existence at this point. Well, dramatic. She is correct. <laughs> I say we continue at the towers. However, we're close to this forest thing. It is weird to me that there's a forest thing. Well, plus we do need to find a wand. An elder oak wand, I believe? Nether oak. Nether oak. So, tree oak? Uh, I do not know what a nether oak is. Mm. 
assuming maybe it's an oak that was planted by another east person. I think that that's the most logical conclusion um, so between us and the trees is there another tower um, there is so you have that uh, house of the arcane sort of behind you between you and the tower that you just came out of um, there is between you I still you... feel like there could be information inside the house of the arcane I don't want to agree, but if we are looking for secrets to help fight things, that might be a good idea to check. I mean, a history book could answer all the questions we have. I mean, there is one other consideration. It's of my understanding that the Regged Glacier is a creation of the Frost Maiden, that she has preserved this city. I think... I know not whether she's preserving it directly or whether whatever latent magic is left over is performing it as it still seems to me that most of this is rather active. But a, the Codicil of White, which is her book, allowed us to enter the cave. Allows us to enter the cave which led here. So it seems that she has sealed it away. So if she has done that, then there must be something here. Hmm. We need to explore. I think we need to explore everything. But we need more information. We, we yeah. need more answers. And the greatest place for in, uh, information is a school. Where you all sit presently, um, in front of you uh, is, as we discussed, the tower and the school, as well as a sunken block where that line comes off of the tower and seems to have a foothold. Mm-hmm. Uh, a large four turreted building, and then the arboretum is beyond that. I say we check this school first, then maybe the towers, and then I do think we need to go to the Arboretum. I mean, that's probably where we'd find another oak. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yes. Deductive reasoning is always appreciated. Nether oak trees and yes. Oh, so, uh, Professor, do you know what a nether oak tree is? House of blah blah? Yes. I do not know offhand, but if I were to hesitate to guess, I would agree with your druid friend here. (coughs) All right. So, school first? Yes. I feel like if they taught their children anything about their city, that would be the best place, right? Mm -hmm. Eight tusk-like towers are embedded in the walls of this monumental building their spires arching over its shattered roof. Within, eight stained glass windows overlook a ruined auditorium. Benches glistening with frost are arrayed in broken rows, facing a raised lectern. A bejeweled goblet rests upon the lectern, steam rising from the goblet's contents and dissipating into the air. That's not weird at all. I start walking around the perimeter of the room just to make sure. Put my hand on your shoulder. Vantage on your next initiative. Um, just roll like a straight intelligence check. Oh. Thanks. Uh, that'd be a three. As you make a perimeter, um, nothing seems to jump out at you. You do notice that there are people in each of the stained glass, although it's not clear at all what they're doing. How big is the school? Um, the room itself, uh, it could fit. You could see several hundred people. 
But it's just like an amphitheater, just yes. one big room. Okay. I think I'll still stay at the door. Okay. <laughs> In, inside at the door. Got it. I'm going to whistle, and my giant badger that I summoned last time <laughs> has been chilling at the entrance to Yithrin. Um, it's been with us. It's just been hanging out with Hugo. Okay. It just um, comes bounding over. <laughs> I'm going to back legs coming together. Send him up to the whatever the altar thing is. Uh, the badger makes its way down that central aisle and kind of slowly up onto the stage itself, and nothing happens. It's able to approach the pedestal without um, response. Uh, okay. Can I do an investigation check to see if I can't find any documentation or lesson plans or anything like that? Um, go ahead. That was nature, but I guess it doesn't really matter. Where are you looking? Well, I'm looking for like office. Like the, the, it, there must have been a place where teachers prepped, right? There's uh, there are no um, no doorways leading off of the space except for the one that entered mm-hmm. and ones at the rear of the stage that lead back onto the street. Okay. Well, then I guess I'll check the stage if there's any lesson plans or anything like that. Okay, go ahead and roll. Uh, 25. Um, there are a few worn pieces of paper at the base of the lectern mm-hmm. um, written in the threes. Okay. Uh, can Professor help me out? Um bobbing over on his little light. Uh, it appears to be a very dense... And also, I approach him as if, like, an esteemed college, colleague at a university. Professor, uh, could you look these over for me? <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. You can't read it. Uh, it appears to be a, some sort of a very dense lecture material on... Um, well, he begins with evocation, and then it becomes necromancy. I feel like he's really talking in circles here a bit. And the professor starts to just hover over the paper itself, making little, hmm, yeah, I don't agree with any of this. <laughs> magical theory. I don't think it's anything that I would consider useful to this, and I'm very disappointed to find it in the hall of such esteemed mages. Well, opinions aside, it's not useful? Not from what I can see there. I'm sorry, I was hoping for more actual offices, not just a literal auditorium. As you stand talking, there is the this cup thing from the goblet behind. I missed the goblet thing. There's a goblet on the pedestal that's steaming. Oh. So that's why I'm surprised you didn't go right for them. I was like, (laughs) real. What? Um, You're going for papers? <laughs> uh, yeah, so the goblet is embedded with eight colored crystals. Okay. And the liquid inside looks like hot water. Hmm. Arcana check? Um, sure. Dirty 20. Um, the crystals do seem to match exactly the colors that you saw in the two towers conjuration, conjuration, yeah. Yes, although there are six additional. Um, beyond that, uh, the liquid has a neutral smell. Um, as far as you can tell with Arcana, um, that's about it. Aside from that, with a 
with the carvings upon the goblet itself and with the way that it's behaving without any seeming input, it is clearly magical. Mm-hmm. And how big is it? Um, about. So not big enough to casually carry. No, uh, no, I'd say not. No. Hmm. Should I detect magic here? Do you guys mind if I take 10 minutes? He sure. does, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. As you guys made it very clear that he doesn't care what I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you take the time to do that, there is continually light rustling sounds outside of the building as you heard making your way through, making it clear that none of these spaces are completely unoccupied. And the papers on the floor that Professor Scant was pouring over are suddenly swept away as if by a broom towards one of the entryways and he splutters after them and comes back muttering damn unseen servants never letting him finish uh, I cover my unseen servants ears <laughs> and <laughs> professor <laughs> with your ritual you can see uh, that the liquid carries auras of all eight schools of magic um, while the goblet itself has an aura of divination magic. Hmm. It is not poisonous or harmful. Do you tell I us? I can try this? one more thing. Uh, it's neither poisonous nor harmful. It seems to be used for divination, but it has all eight schools of magic inherent. To Do it. you think we need to put the ingredients in it, like the netherese wand and whatever, and find the rest of them? Perhaps? I'm not 100% sure. I would like to try one more thing, if you don't mind me taking a little bit longer. <sighs> if you would like, I have cookies from Waterdeep. No, he holds a little doing, box of cookies. No thanks. Are you doing another ritual? <laughs> okay, so while you do that, Z's gonna go up and sit on the floor next to Hugo, even if Hugo's standing, and pull out one of those gourd flagons of the fire lake in Oklahoma. <laughs> And just like takes a you swag like, and then like hands it up to you. Looks around, <laughs> sits down next to you. This bodes well. <laughs> Alright, I would like to ritually cast identify. Okay. Uh, it is a magic goblet, mm-hmm. and the liquid inside uh, will give the drinker a supernatural charm. Ooh. The goblet itself will never run dry as long as it remains in the auditorium. Well, I will drink from it then. All right. Do you tell us that or you just drink it? Well, I have to try something. <laughs> no, wait, <Yeah>. stop. <laughs> no, you, you two are drinking. It's, it's for mystical science. <laughs> I hold the flask. I want to say it's for science, but he's a wizard. <laughs> Are you drinking the lichen or from the goblet? The lichen. The lichen was handed to me first. All right. So you receive <clears throat> as you drink the charm of the diviner. It allows you to cast the true strike cantrip as an action at will for twenty four hours. What a lame supernatural! True as an action? Uh, yes. Ugh. Worst cantrip of the sorry. game. <laughs> it's, like, it? it's like a toss-up between that and blade board. <laughs> uh, Tempest, you receive the charm of the enchanter. It allows you to cast the friend's cantrip as an action at will for 24 hours. <laughs> okay. 
Are we all trying this? So, <laughs> I, I tried that. Can I hand it over? Uh, actually, um, uh, Dennis, you give it to I don't know if you yeah. should mix it with alcohol. <laughs> As he's saying that, I'm already taking this away. You receive the Charm of the Conjurer. It allows you to cast the Mage Hand cantrip as an action for 24 hours. Yes! I love Sure, it. why not? Just watch you get a cantrip you already have. Yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, so we're passing it around. I'm, I'm liking this, uh, this sharing exercise. Um, <coughs> how does... Uh, the magic beverage bode with the alcohol in my stomach. Am I okay? Um, it neutralizes it. Ooh. So that so warm like feeling that you were getting from that fire lichen mm-hmm. is suddenly just gone as if you'd never drink either. Hmm. Interesting. Speaking of other cantrips in the game, you receive the charm of the abjurer and allows you to cast the blade ward cantrip as an action ah! for 24 <laughs> hours. Yes! My favorite spell. Wizards! <laughs> Are you partaking? I just drink more. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I just give you the... We've got... I have more. I take another swig and then put oh. it in my bag. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you have now all partaken of the supernatural. Well, um, this uh, was a large waste of time. Um, I guess we can push on. <laughs> Keep in mind for me... When 24 hours has passed. Oh no! I identified it! (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Off to the Arboretum? Arboretum then? There was another building on the way, but yes, that is the end. A library was on the way. (gasps) And then the Arboretum was beyond that. I didn't know it was a library. library. (laughs) I would have, if I had known it was a library, I would have skipped this room altogether. (laughs) (laughs) But I got Mage Hand. I'm really glad we stopped. Oh, blah, blah. (laughs) <laughs> the way you say it, no. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> All right, so are you leaving towards the library? It's okay. Where is the library? Um, reference to building here. Oh, I thought so that was right outside school. of the arboretum. This, is this the was the the house of the arcane. Gotcha. House of the arcane tower the school. How far away is the arboretum from the library? Uh, it's about thirty feet from the edge of the library. Like from like, you see how they how it's not totally straight on. So from yeah. that tower that's closest to it, that's about thirty feet. Uh, can they do just a glancing view and see if there's any animals at all? Um, what you can see from there, uh, there is there are no animals, merely trees. Okay. Swaying gently as if in an unseen breeze. I'll probably stay whatever they're doing inside the library i'll stay outside i'll probably summon mordecai okay. and send him into the arboretum all right i'll stay outside with you a colossal building has many lofty turrets in a state of disrepair the ground below littered with their rubble a giant sized door at the base of the structure stands slightly ajar entering the library shelves line its walls in a labyrinth Every conceivable subject is covered on books crammed into the shelves. And as you come forward, you hear a little bit of a a slight scratching sound and a head pokes around one of the corners as a bespectacled jackal-headed humanoid paces into view with a bundle of scrolls under one arm, followed by an eyeless white 
five-foot-tall penguin in a leather harness shuffling behind, dragging a small cart laden with more books. What? A penguin? Excuse me, are, <gasps> are you the, uh, the librarian? <laughs> oh, you must be the librarians. Scrivensley is, is in need of your assistance. Yes, where are... Yes, you are, you've come? Yes. Uh, I am a professor, but a librarian is a close second. Well, the librarian... Oh, Scrivensley is in need of the librarians of this building. We we are the librarians. Point us to... No, I am a professor. Where is... In the, I, I use Mage Hand to just shut the door. <laughs> You see the, the penguin <laughs> kind of shuffles unevenly back and forth, staring blindly ahead as Scrivensley reaches into a pocket and pulls out some black licorice that it begins to nibble on. Um, detect thoughts first off. <laughs> I, <laughs> which, are you doing it on the Arcanoloth or on the penguin? The Arcanoloth first. Okay. Um, uh, Seriously, seems to be uh, excited to see you. Okay, and then on the penguin, uh, nervous at new sounds. Okay, so they're real. All Is right, this cool. close close to what we're looking at? <laughs> or no? Without the tongue sticking out, it is kind of just hunched. I'm just trying um, to. My brain cannot figure this out. Is, <laughs> I will show you what he looks like. He's very cute. Um, He's mine. I already claimed him. <laughs> this is what he looks like with his cute little legs. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, wow! Guest friends. Guest friends on him. <laughs> I mean, cute's definitely a word to describe it. <laughs> no, he's, my, he's my new friend. And your best friend is on fire all the time. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't call him cute, though. <laughs> um, you don't think Mordecai is cute? God. I such a weird customer. need your assistance in finding the books of keeping. So keeping I, what? You know, the books of keeping. That is what they are. Books of keeping. How long have you been here? Mm, not terribly long. Maybe a few years. Time's okay. a little bit hard to gauge when you're moving between planes. Oh, okay. Um, and nothing here has attempted to hurt you? Well, we don't leave the building. No. Okay, but yeah. Okay, nothing in the building. And right. for further reference... Who is talking? The Arcanoloth or the Penguin? The Arcanoloth. Okay. This is what he looks like. Wizened old I mean, The... Oh, that thing's cuter. Hmm. Well, I mean, this is literally a fiend, but... <laughs> um. Um. <laughs> okay. Good. Um. Oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um. Would you help me, Serge? I'm sorry, Serge. What exactly? Oh, what's the organizational system? I mean, I could definitely assist. Well, it seems to be much outdated from what I was originally assuming it was to be. And he begins to take steps over to one of the shelves as he starts to point out to you the um, the, the system that he's beginning to decipher from his time spent with that. Um, 
And I believe, uh, Tempest, you were outside with Hugo. Um, and Z, you seem to be the least engaged in uh, Scrib and Scry yes. this far. Uh, and the penguin sidles over to you and taps your hand with its fin where there is a note. Oh, oh. Just like, oh, I, I open the note up and what is discreetly. Uh, scratched into a piece of letter are the words help me in common (laughs) no oh um what what okay hold on say the word and I'll banish this ever (laughs) banish him right back to limbo where he belongs (laughs) okay Using message to the creature. What's his name? What's it, what is it called? Uh, it's Kingsport. Kingsport. Um, you're is this thing's holding you captive here? Complicated. Yes. In a matter of speaking, Captain. You're being held captive by that thing or by the city? Cruel master, Scrim Scribe. Okay. Oh, I don't want to get anything with this. Um, why is he holding you captive? Needs a servant. He awakened me with the promise of a life of enlightenment. But here I stand carrying his things only to be beaten when Kingsport misbehaves. I just... There's this little piece of me that's like, what if this thing is playing us? I mean, I could look through this library with can or without Jack. Can you do instant <laughs> <and> psychic conversation? <laughs> Arrived yesterday. He said he'd been here for years. Yesterday. <clears throat> I can tell you what he seeks. He never changes. What is he looking for? Books of keeping. The lost tomes that hold the true names of his people. Every Yugoloth ever created. Meanwhile, we're like trying to get information out of him. Like, I'm trying to figure out the Dewey Decimal System of Yitzrin. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> go and roll intelligence. Just straight intelligence. Yes. Uh, because this is a logic question. Oh, you have a 20, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how to work. 23. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can tell pretty quickly that it's organized by school of magic initially with anything that does not fall under a school of magic in a non-magic section. Okay. Um, and the books themselves are coded by colored um by basically colored markings on the tops of the shelves. Mm-hmm. And you can see 
where you're in front of a yellow shelf, the next one is purple, the next one is green. So yellow being conjuration. Have I figured out the colors to the schools yet? Uh, only the two that you've entered. Okay. Well, but using the library, could I learn? Possibly. Okay. Can I do some type, is there some type of check or something knowledge I can do to see if I know if you goths are evil or not? Uh, <laughs> okay, because you have traveled across the plains and dealt with um, uh, uh, basically, yeah, trafficking of species between, uh, yeah, I think that's fair to roll a history check. Um, what were you doing, Altus? Uh, still just talking to him, trying to figure out what the what hell his goals he's are. saying. Yeah. Okay. What his goals are and like, what do I do? What do you need? Who needs the librarians? We are the librarians. What? Yeah, that's what I've been told of you are the librarians. You will now assist me in my search. Yes, that's, that's so you said. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. And he still has the scrolls tucked under, finishing one piece of licorice and digging into his pocket to pull out another. You know what? I'm so sorry. My name is Altus. Altus. Yes. What is yours? Scrivenscry is Scrivenscry. Scrivenscry. No, I'm okay. Professor Eltertrol. <laughs> Scrivenscry. I know. That was clear from before. Well? Well, I, I understand the system of organization. What is the tome you're looking for? <laughs> he gets a little bit huffed. Scrivenscry is searching for the books of Keeping. So that's the name of the tome? Do you know the author? Those who created. I'm I'm trying very hard. No, it's making perfect sense. Just don't be rude. (laughs) The author is those who wrote the names in the tome. And you believe the Netherese have such a tome in the library? I believe that if it is in anywhere, at least one of them must be here. Well, so Professor Scant. We're looking for <laughs> list. What knowledge do you have of the library? Well, I, I have to say that the uh, library was color coded based on type of mesh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, that's, so before he continues, yes, that's very clear. Yeah. But before it can be explained to anybody else. <laughs> I, I'm just going to start no. walking. So my thoughts uh, are, are either conjuration, I mean, it definitely wouldn't be non-magical tomes, correct? Well, as far as I know, it wouldn't fall under any sort of school of magic. It is a fiendish art of which it speaks. Yeah, so, so usually conjuration, uh, uh, I mean, for the planes and teleportation and whatnot. I am unaware if the creation from a whole cloth Mm-hmm. would be considered conjuration or not. That is an interesting philosophical point. Could be transmutation. I mean, technically changing one thing to another. If they were c- created from nothing, that's one thing. But if they were formed out of another thing, that's definitely transmutation. But the books themselves are records. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Is there a history section? Are you... I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, going to help Scrivenscry. Scry needs to be quiet while the librarians are discussing where to find his tome. As soon as Professor Scant started talking, I was I just started walking towards Z and <laughs> off, um, looking at Z, just like I get, I I'm trying. Time is two bucks. Eighteen for insight history. History. Um, yeah, they are not good. 
they, uh, from what you remember, they generally work for the highest bidder, but uh, and they don't really care whether the side they're on is good or bad, um, but they themselves are not good. I'm gonna message to Freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we should be helping these, this thing. He's a Unilath. Yes. Those are bad, right? I mean, yes. So the book that he wants contains the names of all of them. Oh, oh. Uh, could so, you could you bring um, uh, Altus back, please? Message him to return, or tell him. I'd just go over it with him. Like, so we're gonna we're gonna go this way. And then I say, could you have Altus uh, enrage the creature for me? <laughs> Um, the penguin is now staying by your side since you had spoken to it. Um, I message all this. Piss, so piss the thing off. I give Z just the most puzzled look. Where <laughs> uh, uh? Z just reaches out and slaps the thing. Well, I wanted it to be distracted so that I could maybe... Anyway, I cast banishment on him. Okay. <laughs> as he looks, he's done with being middle man. He's just like, as he looks, conf- his scrivens, guy drops the scrolls, looking at you with rage in its oh, eyes. Good, drop the scrolls. Uh, <laughs> rolls a sixteen for its Christmas save. Banished. All right, uh, as you are within the library, Scrimmage Cry opens up its mouth to admonish you. <laughs> and what does that look like? Um, so again, classic, uh, uh, so I do my hand gestures. He is outlined in light and then not there as he is just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I create a perfect him-sized black hole, which shunts him to another universe. <laughs> <laughs> He's there by shunted. <laughs> and I do it very casually. Just like, oh, evil? Okay. <laughs> I Does anybody want to tell me what's going on? I was told to... He was sl- evil. To, I wanted you to distract him so that there was a chance he wouldn't see me casting my spell. Okay. But he seems to not be very good at uh, holding on to this. Okay. If the penguin rushes over to Z and nuzzles against you with its strange eye stalk and then does the same to Altus and to Friedhelm. As it turns, the oh. common says, Thank you. It is all I wanted to be free and to search for enlightenment without that wicked feeling. I pat myself down and I hand it a sock and say, You're free. Okay. Oh wow. It, <laughs> unable to see, it just still continues to look forward as you put the sock in front of it. What a strange odor. <laughs> yeah, for um, real. Uh, if you are unable to see, uh, you may wish to go outside and speak with our friend Tempest and Hugo. Uh, they could get you a head start on uh, your new life. <laughs> I am unaware how much time I have left of comprehension, but... What do you mean? I would gladly speak with him. He's only awakened for a little bit. You got inspiration for your dirty Potter reference. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Nice. Um, oh, oh, it is late. I just yeah. looked at the time. It's, it's still within the normal time. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
But if you think they can help me find the better life, then I'm glad to speak with them. Well, Hugo is a druid, so awakened animals is kind of their whole shtick. So <laughs> <laughs> um, he will follow you. You said. Oh no, I'm not leaving the library. I mean, I'll take some scanter, finding information on the, the city. I, mean, I, could, I could help it <laughs> if I need, if we want it. Uh, Friedhelm has gotten rid of the bad guy, so he no longer cares about this penguin. <laughs> puts out a flipper, sort of as if waiting. And you can see that there was a leash attached to the leather harness, but it is hanging limp on the ground behind the penguin now. I take the leash off. It does the cute little penguin, like, all over shake kind of thing, as if it's getting off the water as that clatters to the ground. Thank you. I think what it's saying is that it only has a certain amount of time of intelligence left. Mm. That's not how the Awakened spell usually works. I believe Awakened, uh, unless it is continually cast, gives them a month. Mm. Okay. Because we mixed this up in the past as well. Yes. Right. But But that is a question for another time. Yeah, again, (laughs) Friedhelm doesn't care. I get it. For thirty days until mm-hmm. you or your companions are anything harmful to it. When the charm or when the charm condition ends, the awakened creature chooses whether to remain friendly to you based on how you treated it while it was charmed. Oh, so it is so permanently, it is permanently awakened. awakened. Cool. Yes. It's just it only has thirty days that it's charmed to its target, which have passed. Right. But it doesn't know that it's permanently awakened. It thinks it's. Well, I mean, that's a great way to, it was to always, force the surgery right, in the region. Yeah. It was always told it needed to be maintained. Oh, that was a lie. <laughs> Kingsport is free. Welcome to free will, freedom, citizenship, blah, 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 blah. Uh, professor. <laughs> um, what are the rest of you doing? <laughs> um, I'm telling you. Kingsport, you probably shouldn't stay here. You should leave. But I don't know where to send him off to. It's like <laughs> sending him through the case of hunger would be a bad idea, probably. How did they get here? With uh, the Juloth. Oh, tell me. They teleported here. Oh, tell me. Like. In a couple levels, I could teleport him to Potter Deep. Right. <laughs> I, I give him instructions on how to get out to the. Uh, Cove that Malai is guarding. Um, okay, uh, give me. <laughs> He's blind. Remember, give <laughs> a wisdom check. That's right. I forgot. He's blind. And also, there's a lot of dangerous things in the city. <laughs> I think on his own, he's definitely going to well, die. Well, he can also stay in. He can't read though, so how is he going to get enlightenment? As long as he doesn't go into any of these buildings and piss off anybody. I mean, Valin is always hanging back. Oh. He could just hang out with Valin, couldn't he? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I don't want Valin to... She's not going to raise him as a zombie. She hasn't done anything like that yet. I just don't trust him. Valin is outside with Hugo and Tempest still. That's a, that's and I'm sending Mordecai to get a branch from where the trees. Okay. Tiny D4. That's 18. All right. Um, you can give them very clear instructions on how to get back to the grove. Okay. 
I do that and then I walk out with it to the rest of the party. And kind of Whoa. <laughs> uh, This is King Sport. Pleasure to meet you. See, did you walk oh, you can us? speak. Hey buddy! I five and oh wait, you I called one of his flowers and uh, I've, it, I've <laughs> it holds the flipper that you slapped in front of its face <laughs> <laughs> and looks back in your direction, sort of. That was me just trying to say hi. Hello. Does <laughs> <laughs> not hit you, but just baps the air. Good job. <laughs> How long have you been blind, friend? I was always blind, but. Um, Intelligent, not terribly long, several months. Uh, I've given Kingsport here directions on how to get up back to Malai. Um, I don't. That's a terrible idea. I I don't have any other ideas, Hugo. I I did not expect to uh, be making acquaintances in this uh, city. Well, we. Never mind, I'm not there. Oh, I suppose. He can stay with us until we're finished. I am very good at carrying books. <laughs> well, what else are you good at? Well, I haven't done much besides carry and pull. I have had tomes read to me. We'll find. Disturbing. We'll find a, a job for you. Would you teach him to paint? Kingsport is happy to repay his debt of freedom. Oh, no debt needs to be repaid. No. Uh, are, are you hungry, Kingsport? Just a little um, kind of glottal chirp as it flaps its beak at that. I don't know what they eat. And it's fish, way. usually. <laughs> as you find uh, dried meats within your rations to give to Kingsport, which it happily gobbles up. Um, that is where we will end tonight. <laughs> well, tomorrow, which I mean next week, we will start up again with what was found within the library, what happened to Malachi as Mordecai. he, Mordecai, <laughs> as he took a branch from the Arboretum, and what perhaps Kingsport may be able to assist. And with that, Thank you so much to all of our patrons who have supported us. Uh, we really appreciate you guys keeping with us, and we appreciate everybody that came and was in the Twitch chat tonight. It was a lot of fun, yeah. you know, cracking up jokes with y'all. And thank you for the initiative, which I haven't used because the dang thing was a save and not a roll. Uh, which is my end fault. of stream. My fault. <laughs> uh, give that back to you. And uh, specifically, thank you so much to Sparky, Dossie, Vid, Daniel, Scott, Rio's mom, Alistair, Sean, and Johnny Mac. And with that, oh, we will come up with a tagline. Eventually. Someday. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.